What's going on? What's going on? What up, everybody? You are now tuned in to another episode of the Prescription for Trauma podcast, where we go from forgiveness to freedom. Here on this podcast, I help young black men identify their trauma and go from forgiveness to freedom. Um, And I really emphasize forgiveness because many of us have some kind of a childhood trauma that we haven't dealt with. And we don't even know how to deal with it. But I'm here to tell you that forgiveness is actually the best prescription. In other words, it's how you deal with trauma. So sure enough, today we're going to be doing a deep dive on forgiveness. And, you know, because forgiveness has many areas, I just wanted to talk about and, and say this, right? Forgiveness is more relational, relational, guys, than it is religious, all right? Too many times, so many of us, we get this, you know, vibe that forgiveness is something, you know, that we learned in in uh, Sunday school, right? That when we were going to uh, some Christian or Catholic church, right, the, the Sunday school teacher taught us to forgive and like... Now we're a little bit, just a, just a little bit older and, you know, we've been, you know, because I was talking to my friend, right? And they were saying, oh, forgiveness is, is, is just something that's religious. No, it's not. It's actually very relational. All right. So you want to forgive your offender and forgive the person who caused you trauma because you love you so much that you would forgive them and you would forgive you. All right. So I wanted to play this uh, um, little uh, recording here. And I believe that. Whoa, hold up a second. This audio clip is going to be really, 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 really powerful. Um, and, it, and it's going to set the tone for forgiveness. Forgiveness. It's going to set the tone for it, guys. Because like. Maybe you don't want to hear it when I say it, but I believe you that you'll hear it when um, this person says it, who I, who, whom I love dearly. Um, all right, so excuse the um, the typing, all right? I didn't, you know, just excuse the typing, but all right, let's go ahead and play it. Let's go. But especially those that are struggling with what you overcame. And so our first prayer point for this morning is to increase our faith. Uh, Luke 17, 5. I want everybody to go to Luke 17, 5 very quickly. Luke 17, 5. And the apostle said unto the Lord, increase our faith. So a lot of us feel like we can't go to God and ask him to increase our faith. We feel like that's lacking faith for asking him to increase our faith. But even his own apostles, these people walked with God. Uh, when he told them that he needed them to repent, he said it's impossible that offenses will come, but woe unto them do they come. And he talked about you forgiving, and they said, man, I got to forgive somebody seven times in a day? I don't even know how to do that, Father. I need you to increase my faith to even forgive these people. And what I thought was so powerful is, is in the next verse he said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, and maybe some, maybe some of you need to go out today to the grocery store and get a mustard seed so you can see how big the faith is he's asking you to have. He says, if you have a faith, a grain of a mustard seed, you might say to the sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root and be thou planted into the sea and it should obey you. I want you to understand something about the sycamine tree. Now, normally when he says, you know, uh, when he does something like this, he says, you can tell this mountain 
to be removed and be cast into the sea. But isn't it funny that he used the word sycamine tree? And when you think of a sycamine tree, this was a tree back in that day that was used to build caskets. This tree represented death, right? Um, this tree was something that could grow in dry, hot places that did not need water. What I think is so powerful is that even as he's talking about forgiveness, isn't forgiveness something that leads to death, even spiritual death, emotional death? Isn't unforgiveness something that can dry in dark places? It does not need any water. You don't have to feed it. You don't have to water it. It can. It's like I'll grow in a desert. It's so dangerous it can grow in a desert. And a sycamine tree, I want you all to Google what the root of a sycamine tree is. Because while the tree might not look so big on the on the outside, when you look at the roots, it reminds you of the roots of unforgiveness, which is resentment, bitterness, anger, wrath, murder, depression, sorrow, all these things, the anxiousness, um, torment, you know, all of these things that come up with this root. And he's saying, listen, if you have faced the grave of a mustard seed, you can say to this sycamine tree. And when you look, when you Google the root of a sycamine tree, you will understand what he's saying. You can tell this thing to be plucked up by the root and planted into the sea, and it should obey you. You can tell your unforgiveness. You can tell this thing that's been tormenting your bloodline forever. You can tell that generational infirmity, that generational disease. You can tell that spirit of fear that it needs to be plucked up by the root because that is your spiritual sycamine tree. And so for this prayer point, I want you to open up your mouth and ask God to increase your faith. I want you to ask God to increase your faith to forgive those people in your life that you have been holding on to this anger to, holding on to this offense to, holding on to all of this stuff to, and yes, you are justified in hating this person, especially if they raped you at five, especially if they molested your child, especially if they stole from you, especially if they slept with your husband and it was your best friend. Some of these hates are justified, but it does not absolve you of the responsibility of getting the poison out of your veins because the very Greek word of bitterness literally means poison. And so we're going to ask God to increase our faith to forgive those people who are unforgivable. We're going to ask God to increase our faith to grow in this season. Some of you, God has commanded you to grow, and you are still stunning in your growth at the age of 16 or 20. You have this deaf and dumb spirit. Um, and this, 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 you're stunning at a certain age and you just, you can't grow. It's like your spirit, your soul has been fragmented at a certain age of your trauma and you have not grown. And this is why it looks, seems like you married a little boy. This is why it seems like you can't get ahead. It's because spiritually you have been delayed. And so you're going to ask God to increase your faith, to believe what he said about your life and grow. I want you to ask God to increase your faith, to leave that man, to leave that woman, to leave your job, to leave that ministry. Ask God to increase your faith, to make a way of escape for you. I don't know what you need to leave, but some of you need to leave your city and not look back. Remember last wife. Ask God to increase your faith to protect you. Ask God to uh, increase your faith to receive more love from him. Some of you are stunning in your growth because you can't receive more love from God, and that's what needs to happen. Ask God to increase your faith to trust God again. Trust God again. Trust God again. Ask God to increase your faith to heal you, your mind, heal your emotions, heal your body, heal your finances, heal your thought process. Heal your faith. Ask God to increase your faith to, to 
to believe that he would prevent you from certain things, you know? Ask God to increase your faith to provide for you. So open up your mouth right now. We're just going to spend some time asking God to increase our faith. You know, this is the must, may, must obey. And I also want you to declare that there is nothing that God cannot do. What God cannot do does not exist. And for you to believe the impossible for this month, and your faith has to increase. Open up your mouth and begin to war for your faith and your faith. Absolutely, guys. I hope that blessed your life. I hope that that really, um, you know, put a different perspective, especially a spiritual perspective on how I want you to approach forgiveness, guys. It's actually extremely spiritual. And and today I wanted to just share with you, we're going to touch base on John 3.16 real quick. Um, but first, I just wanted to uh, um, kind of describe what exactly this situation like what what forgiveness looks like um in in mainstream today right so many of just like as you heard and by the way we're gonna play that audio clip several more times throughout this podcast just to drill it in you that forgiveness is very spiritual all right but okay so so check this out right many of you have a childhood trauma that you experienced but you forgot to heal it or you forgot to deal with it either because you were uh you 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 claimed to be too busy uh or you didn't know how to deal with it all right many of us have relationships that uh completely turned our life upside down uh and and those relationships were so disgusting and so toxic um that that they caused you a trauma all right um, in other times, we have relationships that have a really traumatic ending. Um, and, and so other forms of unforgiveness we have are towards our parents or our past generations um, that did certain things in our life. And maybe you, you just forgot to forgive them. But uh, all in all, like if I if I could just tell you one thing is it'd be this, right? Just forgive whoever caused you your trauma Um all right, so maybe you you I don't know what your trauma is, but what whatever it was, maybe it was like a person, especially in your childhood. Maybe you were bullied. All right, maybe you um exp- maybe like somebody intentionally bullied you. But also, I just wanted to point out that trauma doesn't have to be intentional or unintentional. There are different situations and environments that cause a deep rooted emotional or psychological pain. Uh, in you, all right. So I need you to forgive that situation, uh, forgive the person, and then step into your God-given purpose. Uh, real quick, let's just talk about the DISC assessment. Um, and by the way, I do offer free uh, DISC assessment coaching, uh, where you can just take the assessment with me. Um, the assessment is really powerful uh, because it measures your talents based on your natural behavioral style. All right, so let me just introduce this, introduce the DISC for you, all right? So research conducted by Intermetrics shows that the most successful people share the common trait of self-awareness. They recognize the situations that will make them successful, and this makes it easy for them to find ways of achieving objectives that fit their behavioral style. All right, so in the context of trauma and behaviors, the DISC assessment is right there, and it's, and it's directly related to the DISC assessment 
because you want to be aware of your behaviors, guys. You want to be able to somehow track and measure your behaviors, guys. It is absolutely not enough for you to just go about life without writing down your strong habits your your um and 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 the strengths in your natural behavior all right so the disc assessment will also help you understand how you approach forgiveness all right because 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 look right when you forgive you step into your god-given purpose because what you're doing when you forgive not only are you accepting jesus christ in your in in your life but you are also starting a new relationship with him and you're Oh, and you're also getting free from your emotional trauma because here's the deal, guys. Your trauma keeps you in a certain place in your life. Whenever you have or experience a deep-rooted emotional wound or trauma, that's, it holds you hostage. It literally holds you hostage, guys. And look, guys, look, guys, check it out. I'm a very, very, very... Oh, all right, so I'm a high C, all right? In other words, in other words... I would expect myself to approach forgiveness with logic, reasoning, facts, documents, and data. By the way, I'm also an engineer by profession. So furthermore, I would expect myself to approach forgiveness with logic, reasoning, facts, and data. But I don't. That's actually one of the few places that I, you know, that I don't have much of a concern with if it makes sense or not. Because forgiveness is a spiritual thing, guys. Um, so when you have trauma, it it holds you in, in an emotional prison. It holds you bondage and it holds you hostage. Uh, I think that trauma is like literally an evil spirit. All right. It's not even the trauma is an evil spirit, but it's the spirit of unforgiveness that is an evil spirit. All right. Because like uh, that audio clip mentioned... When you have when you're dealing with unforgiveness, it's not really a behavior problem, like something that you can see and something that you can express. No, 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 no. Un the unforgiveness is a root and it's actually a very destructive and dangerous root that sh that shows up in your behavior um in in very negative ways, all right? So, so, so I was going to say earlier that when, when you decide to forgive, you step into your God-given purpose. But I just wanted to review the DISC assessment for you and talk about how each character in the DISC assessment uh, approaches forgiveness. All right. So the D is uh, the, um, the D behavior, a high D. Um, so, so this element of the DISC measures how you tend to approach problems and make decisions. We're just filling in problems for forgiveness. So it measures how you tend to approach forgiveness and make decisions around forgiveness. All right. Uh, the I measures how you tend to interact with others and share opinions. The S measures how you tend to pace things in your environment. The C measures your preference for established protocols and standards. All right. So let's check it out. Right. So like if you're a D, a I, a S, and a C, you're gonna approach forgiveness according to your disc assessment. All right. So here's here's the deal, right? When a D is, let's say let's say a person is the a high D, right? They will make a they will make the decision to forgive fully or not to forgive, uh, because they prefer to make a decision about it, and a high D will not be half in and half out about unforgiveness 
um, they will either decide not to forgive or they will decide to forgive. The I, of course, measures uh, your preference for your preference for showing and feeling emotion, as well as displaying it when you're talking to other people. The I will experience all kinds of emotions and, to an extent, prefer the emotional ride of that unforgiveness all right so so in other words the i i think will will want to remain in a state of unforgiveness because to them uh they they like the emotional ride of like how they're feeling right um because i think that trauma puts you in an emotional prison but like to the i their their world view or their perspective is they're there for the experience and for the ride and for the emotion so they prefer to actually be emotional about their unforgiveness, but I think that's destructive in itself. Uh, but so that's why it's good to get awareness of it. Um, and we're, so this will make more sense as we go over the, the other characters. So that being said, the S is very patient when it comes to trauma and 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 forgiveness. Um, the S prefers to be very consistent. Um, so like I think many times when people are dealing with a trauma, they they will be like it will affect what they do in their day to day life. But I think that with the S, I think that they might be able to hide their unforgiveness or their trauma because of their consistent behavior. All right. Whereas the C. This is the one I understand the most, and the C is very resistant to change um, and applicable to forgiveness. They will be slow to forgive because they don't know what that will be like. Men, so the C behavior, they prefer to to see like the whole scope of a plan ever, like way before they even start to do it. So the C, like th they want to see what forgiveness is. They want to clearly define it. Um, and they want to see like the phases and the steps of forgiveness and, and how it will be like in the end. Otherwise, they just won't do it at all. So a C might delay um, in, in, in forgiving because they don't know what the end result looks like. All right, y'all. Um, so once, once again, I think that uh, when you're dealing with forgiveness, it's a very personal journey. But that's why I encourage you to hit me up. I'll help you take the disc assessment for free. Uh, and, and then I will uh, help you like analyze and like interpret your result all right but just before we close i just wanted to um, further emphasize with john three sixteen. amen if you if you got uh let's say like a digital bible you got that you version app all right go ahead and go ahead and open that app all right and, and so we're, we're gonna we're gonna uh talk about john three let's check it out right here for this is how god loved the world he gave his one and only son so that whoever so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life i messed up on that one so let me read it again for this is how god loved the world he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life uh, another translation says for god so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that everyone who believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Amen. Uh, the Amplified Version says, For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world, 
that he even gave his one and only begotten son, so that whoever believes and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish but have eternal life. And look, guys, to be just to keep it a hundred, it's from a position of love that God gave his one and only son. That's why the scripture says, For God so loved the world, all of them. For God so loved the world. The New American Standard Version says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only his 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 son. For God so loved the world that he gave his one his only begotten son. But look at it's from a position of love. So it kind of frustrates me when people don't forgive because they, they think that it's out because they think that it's religious to forgive. It's not religious. Um, and it's and it's not I, I forgive because I want to escape the emotional prison that that trauma put you put me in. All right? I don't forgive because, you know, uh, some Sunday school teacher, you know, because I was brainwashed by the church. All right. To to forgive. Like, no, I understand that it's from a position of love that you want to give forgiveness. All right. I hope that bless your life. Um, but but definitely do feel free to uh, to hit me up uh, and, and talk more about John 316. But for positive action steps, uh, I of course, I wanted to leave you all with really practical things that you can do. Right. Forgive for freedom. Uh, forgiveness is for you. So when you decide to forgive your offender, um, you're not necessarily forgiving for your offender. You're forgiving for you and your freedom. Number two, write an angry letter. Um, so an angry letter is basically when you describe your trauma in, in graphic detail. And then at the bottom of your note, um, you, you just write, I forgive you. All right. So by the way, you don't <laughs> you don't mail or send your angry letter to your offender. Rather, you just read it out loud to yourself and make sure to say, I forgive you. Um, and, and finally, identify identify or find out if you still have um, any any unforgiveness in your heart um, from your childhood trauma. Uh, all right, y'all. So this has been a really quick episode about forgiveness, uh, and there's definitely more to come. I hope that this blessed your life, and let's drop the beat. <laughs>